Welcome to The Cosmic Calling, a podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to align their life and career with the cosmos. I'm Natalie Wallstein, career astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, and I hope you're ready to unlock your cosmic calling. Hey everyone, welcome. I am so excited for our chat today because we're talking about a subject that has literally been written on my chart, that it's what I'm here to share with the world. In this episode, we're talking about soulful social networking and how you can position your online marketing to go deeper and make a bigger impact while connecting with your audience on a more authentic level. Beyond just having my sun and moon in Pisces, in the third house of social networking, and an asteroid called Vesta, which shows what I'm invested in or so devoted to that I'd almost give up my whole life for it, which seems a little bit intense for this subject of social media, but I'll explain more about what that means in a little bit. I can also say that the vast majority of clients and customers I receive in my work come from Instagram. And a lot of people I've worked with have also said the same thing. To be honest, my most favorite part of my work week, besides doing readings and getting to actually connect with you guys on a deeper level, really is sitting down and figuring out what I want to post, making graphics and writing captions for all of it. I genuinely enjoy it. And even though I obviously don't get paid for it directly, I know how important it is for bringing new people into my orbit and for nurturing relationships with those who already are. Many of you listening to the show right now probably found me from social media, or you at least follow me there. I know not all of you who run a business enjoy doing the social media aspect quite as much as I do, and that's something I hear a lot from my business coaching clients but it's so important for your business that I really encourage you to find a way to enjoy it, to set up systems and structures that streamline the process so it takes up less of your time, but still allows you to bring quality content out into your feed consistently. And if nothing else, it gives you valuable practice in sharing your message. This is a subject we'll be covering much more in depth in my 2019 Cosmic Boss Mastermind in terms of figuring out what to post, when to post, how much to post, and how to make the whole process way more fun and easy and also more successful. But today I want to talk about the principles of soulful social networking and how we can become more conscious and aware of how we're interacting and portraying ourselves online. As a Pisces, with my sun and moon and Vesta in my third house of social networking, I don't just want to share a message, but I want to share a message that resonates on a deeper level and helps us all connect with one another more soulfully. And I think that's why my work has been doing pretty well, because hopefully you guys feel like I really do care about inspiring you and making a difference in your world. The truth is, we all have this amazing, 
unprecedented power to reach thousands of people with our message. This is absolutely unheard of compared to previous generations. And I'm so grateful each and every day that I have this outlet of social media and this podcast and the internet in general to share what's on my heart and to have the ability to actually make a meaningful difference in other people's lives. And all I have to do is be me and use some technology to do it. We all have this power, no matter how big our following is. And it has become so commonplace that I think we often forget how lucky we are and how fortunate we are and how powerful our voice really can be if we're clear and passionate about what we're saying. You don't need to be elected president or to have your own talk show to be heard. And even those people have to censor themselves probably more than anyone. We may not be able to reach everyone, but we can reach so many people. Enough where we can create amazing ripple effects with our work, which is something so many of our guests on the show talk about wanting to be able to spread. And that's part of what they say makes their work so fulfilling. Our ability to use social media is such a privilege and an honor that shouldn't be taken lightly. So when you look at your following and you see you have less than a thousand followers or far less than what you'd like to have, then keep in mind that the people you do have are still there listening to you and they still matter. 50 people is still way better than just helping one. And we all know that it's so easy to compare yourself to others online, especially when there's this huge number at the top of your profile that many people look to as a measure of worth, but it's so not. Someone will always, always, always have more followers than you do, and it doesn't change the value of your message or your business or of you. To me, the most important aspect of soulful social networking is building authentic connections and nurturing relationships with the people you want to help, no matter how many you have. It's those relationships that will fill up your paid programs right when they launch. It's those relationships that will create referrals because when someone likes you, they want to tell other people about you. And most importantly, it's those relationships that turn business into something more than just a financial transaction, into something more fulfilling. When it comes to marketing your business online, it's truly those soul-to-soul connections that are going to grow your business and your following faster than anything else. And that's what we're going to talk about cultivating today. This desire to want to contribute to social media in a soulful way is also why those down and dirty tactics that I see people using all the time have become such a huge pet peeve. If someone tags you in a random picture that has nothing to do with you or maybe only has something slightly to do with you, along with 20 other profiles that they've decided to annoy with the notification that they've been tagged, Does that make you want to follow them or to like their post? Or does that make you want to block them, especially when it happens over and over? This does not help grow a soul-aligned following. Or someone who chooses to follow 50 people a day 
and then unfollows you when you don't follow them back. This doesn't help grow a soul aligned following. Or they're randomly commenting the same fake phrase on every picture that doesn't make any sense for the context of the post. I'll say it one more time. This doesn't help grow a soul-aligned following. A following is really a group of relationships you're in the process of building and nurturing with potential clients and customers as you provide them with value. It's not just a number that decides if you're cool or not. It's easy to get sucked into this mindset, but having a huge following can actually be really overrated because it doesn't necessarily translate into sales. There are some really rich people out there who only have a couple hundred followers, while those with hundreds of thousands might still be living from sale to sale. So stop looking at these people who are following you and who are there to listen to your message as just another number. This is so far from soulful, it hurts. We're looking for quality first and foremost. That will naturally and organically grow the quantity over time. There are plenty of people out there with far more followers than I have. But people ask me for tips on how I did get to where I am. It was through posting quality content each and every day, connecting and collaborating with others, even when I only had 10 followers or I only got five likes on a picture. I didn't let that stop me. I just kept going and kept looking for more and more opportunities to show that I had something worthwhile to follow and read and comment on. And eventually the 10 turned into 20 and the 20 turned into 50. And then before I knew it, I'm checking my number and I'm like, whoa, how did this happen? It wasn't because I'm special. It's about showing up and showing that you care as often and as consistently as you can. The bottom line I'm trying to get at here is that a relationship is built on trust and a mutual benefit, which is created through empathy and compassion. So how can someone know if they trust you? How can you help them feel at home with your words, to feel deeply connected to your heart and soul? How can you start posting with more purpose and show up more fully for those you're here to help serve? You can do this by sharing your story, showing people that you know what they're going through and why you even want to help provide this transformation that you're here to provide in the first place. We also talk about this a lot on the podcast with the guests that come on, where often they've had an experience in their life that led them to want to help others not to have to go through that same experience. And this is exactly the same for me as well. It's by sharing this story that others who are meant to hear your message can relate to you. You become relatable and it gives you credibility too, that you know what you're talking about because you were in their position before too and you got out of it. Okay, but what if you don't know what your story is or which story you should be sharing or how much of it to share before it crosses into TMI territory? Let's start with the basics. It really all starts with remembering your why, the reason why you're doing what you're doing in the first place. In episode 38, we talked about writing a mission statement that will magnetize your ideal audience. This is really a precursor to this episode. 
So I highly recommend going back and listening to that one if you haven't already. Your mission statement is not just important for your clients and customers to see, to know if you're for them, but it's also important for you to help you stay on subject. Everything you post will ideally be directly related to your mission, the one you wrote in your bio. We've all probably heard how important it is to be consistent, but this is part of what it means to be cohesive. Before you post anything, ask yourself, does this relate to my mission statement? I see a lot of people just starting out in business who are posting a lot of pictures of themselves and their kids or their pets or their meal and not really bringing it back to what their business is really here to do. Now, I'm not saying not to show up as who you really are because that's obviously very important too. But you might be better off starting a personal Instagram profile if those are things you still want to be able to post all the time, unless your family life is part of your business. Like if you're a coach for moms or you do parenting work or something along those lines where your own personal lifestyle fits into that message. But even then, always keep in mind that it's always going to be ideal to bring everything back to your business's mission in the caption so that the connection will be really obvious. I know I have both a personal and a business Instagram, one that I use for friends and family and travels and my own personal interests, and then one that I use solely for my business so I can focus on providing value that is completely related to what I feel my ideal audience will want to read and see from me. Even if you do already have a specific business page or profile, keep in mind that the most powerful profiles on Instagram are the ones that stay on subject and are constantly and cohesively driving their point home. The profiles where you can expect them to show up in a certain way and to share value with you that you can depend on. This is part of how you build trust and grow a following, by showing people what to expect from you. This shows that you're professional, which really just means you're clear and confident about what you're here to share and provide, which helps others feel clear and confident about you as well. You can actually get the opportunity to provide the value you were born to provide, and they won't get lost in the noise trying to get to the good stuff or to get to the point. On that same note, when someone looks at the bird's eye view of your social media feed from your main profile page, could they tell what you do from the images you post without even having to tap to read any of the captions? Do your images relate to your mission statement too? You express your mission statement not just through your words, but also through your visual vibe. This is why, as an astrologer, I post images of moon phases, astrology charts, and zodiac signs as often as I can. I want you to be able to know what I'm all about without forcing you to spend any extra time guessing. I also want you to easily be able to see all of the things I offer and provide through my business. So I use the IG story bubbles at the top of my profile to lay out all the things I actually offer. So forecasts and astrology readings and reports and this podcast. Without that there, people are going to have to go digging. 
or they're going to have to wait for you to bring it up in a post. So that's why that's a really nice trick or feature that you can take advantage of. What this is all about is putting yourself in the shoes of your ideal clients and customers. People are busy and they have such short attention spans. I mentioned this in the last episode. So that's why the next principle of soulful social networking is that it's so important to also ask yourself before you post anything, what's in it for them? Them being your ideal audience. How can you give them a small win in every post? Something interesting to think about or something that educates them or something that entertains or inspires in a way that is directly connected to your mission and what your business is here to do. I don't mean being super salesy and asking people to buy all the time. I mean giving them a small win right there in the post without making them have to go anywhere else for anything more. That can come later when you've built the trust. What's in it for them? Ideally, this will always be your first priority. And it's a big mistake that I see business owners making who want to be successful but aren't getting there. And this is where your intuition and your empathic gifts become such a huge blessing. Intuition really is the greatest superpower you can have in business. It's basically the spiritual way of looking at the idea of user experience. Being able to imagine how someone else is feeling, what they might be struggling with or dealing with or trying to achieve, how they might perceive you, where they might be when they're checking their phone. These are all opportunities for you to connect with them more deeply in a way that will specifically speak to the people you want to work with as if they're sitting right across from you in the same room and you both are just kind of being who you really are. Try reading your words out loud. Whether you're writing a social media post or a newsletter, a blog post, or even a sales page, if you read it out loud, does it sound normal or contrived? Do you really speak that way in real life? People's BS detectors are at extra strength these days. They seriously have to be because we're hit with so much fakeness, inauthenticity, and tricky advertising campaigns that we've become allergic to anything that isn't clearly genuine. Don't let people become allergic to you. Speak from the heart and say what you mean. Replying to comments and DMs, remembering there's a real live person on the other end with a heart and soul can also go a really long way. Every time you receive a comment or a message, this is an opportunity to build a relationship, to express that you're on the same team and that you genuinely care about your audience on an individual level. You can also welcome in comments and DMs if you're not getting them very much right now simply by asking for them. At the end of your post, try asking a question that invites your audience to share something with you. This will also help you enjoy social media more because you'll get to see the real side of people. When I offer a giveaway, which I only do very rarely because I don't like turning my feed into spam or advertising, and again, that goes back to wanting to build trust and not to set off people's BS detectors. So in my giveaway, I really like to ask people to enter by answering a meaningful question. So they have to answer the question in the comments to enter. 
And it's really great to ask a question that you'd actually want to know the answer to that might even help you to know for your business too. For example, for one giveaway I did that was one of my favorites, I asked people to share what their dream career would be. And maybe some of you even partook in that. Not only was it a total blast for me to read all of your answers, I felt like I had won the jackpot just kind of reading everything that came in. But people were commenting on each other's posts and expressing that they also loved reading each other's answers. Not only did asking this prompt of what is your dream career connect my audience with one another, but it also forced people reading the post who wanted to enter the giveaway to actually think about what their answer would be, which right there can be a huge step for them personally because you're basically having to take it out of your imagination and declare it to the world. Right there, that can be a small win. If you think about the idea that the big win of working with me is that I help you get completely clear and become more confident around your calling and your dream career, this is a small win because it's you taking the first step. So on top of how great it was to run this giveaway and see all these answers, it also helped me understand what the goals were of my audience. There were some commonalities in dream careers, which has helped me know my audience better so I can continue to provide quality content that speaks to them directly. Knowing your audience is such a gift for both you and them. It's these real relationships that will keep you going when things get tough in your business, which let's face it, they most likely will. That's just kind of what it's like to be human. When I'm overworked or burnt out, simply remembering that it's all been to serve others and fulfill an important mission makes it all worthwhile. Beyond the money or the glory, knowing you're helping others and making a difference really is such a huge blessing, and it's a gift that comes right back to you energetically. You can also ask questions in your email newsletters and ask people to respond to those, which works a little bit better if you don't have a very big list yet. Or if you do, you can hop on Facebook Live or Instagram Live and speak with your audience directly that way. Ask them questions there. This is how you build a community that adores you because you're showing people you care about them and that makes them want to care about and value you too. This is also how you start a movement around your message and mission. This is where that asteroid I was telling you about, Vesta, the one that shows what you're invested in or so devoted to comes in. Since I was saying that my Vesta is also in Pisces in the third house of social networking. This means that my mission that I'm obsessed with sharing my message around is about how to live in greater alignment with your intuition and your true feelings. Due to other aspects of my chart, I do this through helping people see that there's so much more to life than working at a job you hate, that you're here to make a big, meaningful, unique difference in the world by doing what you love in only the way you could do it. You guys already know this about me. And this all goes far beyond money or popularity. This is a deep, soulful yearning that I long to share with the world. And that's why I'm doing it. It's hard when you're first starting a business and you're not getting a lot of feedback from your ideal clients or customers. And you don't even really know who you're helping and you haven't had a chance to really help anyone yet. And that's where it can be really valuable even just to do practice. 
if you can even just send someone a free product and get their feedback on it or get on a Facebook group and say, does anyone want a free session in return for feedback? I don't recommend doing this for very long, but just enough to get a handle on like who is this person that you want to help and to really start to understand them as more of a human rather than some factor figure that's going on in your mind. I feel so grateful that today, now that I'm in my third year of business, I have people messaging me every day, thanking me and telling me that what I'm doing is making a difference. And this truly keeps me going. When I wake up and I'm in a bad mood or something goes wrong or I make a mistake, I'm reminded that what I'm doing matters and all these other little things really don't. What you are doing also goes beyond the money. Yeah, you need it to keep doing your thing. And I truly believe that you deserve to live an incredibly abundant life of your dreams, doing what you love, but you're going to get there through serving others and providing the things they need. And the process of getting there is going to feel a whole lot more meaningful and fulfilling when you put your soul into it too. I'm sure you've heard this idea many times before that money comes from an energetic exchange. It's a byproduct of bringing your passion out into the world and spreading it to others as boldly and courageously and clearly as you can. So please, 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 if you get nothing else out of this episode, please don't just view social media as a business transaction. People can totally sense when you're in it just for the sales or the money or the followers. People will naturally want to buy from you when you're real and authentic. What you're doing is truly valuable and made especially for them to help them solve a very real problem they're dealing with. It could be small or it could be big, but either way it matters. And not to mention, it's so much easier to connect this way. If you're struggling with how to do this, you can tap into your astrology chart to help you. Just look at which zodiac sign or signs fall in your third house of social networking. The energy of those signs can help explain how you connect the best and most in alignment with your natural communication style. If you don't have your birth chart yet, you can head over to soulshineastrology.com slash birth chart or do a quick Google search to look yours up for free. You can also use astrology as a guide in terms of tracking which sun season we're in to help you plan what to write about in your posts. Since as a collective, we tend to be working through a similar theme at the same time, even if we all have our own unique cycles going on at the same time. There's actually a bonus resource from episode 13 when I talked with Emily Thompson from Being Boss and Almanac Supply Company about living and working with the seasons, where I laid out what every sun season means and which subjects will be most likely to appeal to your audience during different times of the year. You can grab that if you're a patron or you can sign up as a patron and scroll back through the archives to go back to episode 13. I'm also going to start doing monthly forecasts here on the show before the start of every month so we can talk more about these themes and how to strategize along with them for your business or your work or just your life. Our first one will actually be coming next week. In addition to all of that, you can sign up as a patron of this podcast to receive a list of 15 post ideas 
to spark your imagination and help you bring your message across in different and interesting ways. That can also help keep it fun for you to consistently show up in your ideal audience's newsfeed in a soulful way that shows that you actually care about your people, which I'm sure you do. As a patron, you'll also gain early access to future episodes and all of the bonus resources from every other episode so far. And with 40 episodes now, there are a lot. You can download these 15 deep diving social media post ideas and become a patron by going to patreon.com slash the cosmic calling. If there's one more thing I can leave you with on this topic of soulful social networking, I do want to say that it's also really important to think about how your social media strategy fits into the bigger marketing strategy of your business too. This is how you keep your cup filled so that you have the energy to keep coming back and sharing and giving. For example, the typical marketing flow that most people use would usually take someone from being this curious onlooker on social media and following and reading your posts to signing up for your email list where they basically can get an even more direct connection with you, kind of like an IV drip of your content and direct links to your offerings as well. And then this would help them eventually transition into paying you for the big wins that you provide. And this process can sometimes take a very long time, depending on how effective you are with your messaging. That's why we talk about nurturing our audience. Social networking is an investment in your future growth. So how can you make it so that people naturally want to get on board with this flow from social media to newsletter to sales? You do this by educating your ideal audience on why what you do matters to them, why it's important, and how it will specifically help them. If we break this down, really what this means is talking about the why before the what or how is how you can do this in a genuine, authentic way. For example, if I want someone to join my email list through a free offering I'm providing, like let's say my monthly moon calendar, I'll start off by talking about why someone might want to track the moon phases to begin with so they can see why it's valuable. And even people who already know this, it's like getting confirmation that yes, we're on the same page. So don't feel like you're dumbing things down for people because they don't mind reading it again, even if it's something they already know. And you don't have to talk about it a lot. It can be a sentence or two. And then after that, I'll talk about the what. The what would be saying that the way to track the moon phases is through my free moon calendar. And then the last part, the how, is how they can get it. You want to make it easy for people to care about the how by talking about the why first. This also makes it more likely they'll read your whole post instead of getting distracted and scrolling on by when you start with what's in it for them and why they should care. And of course, to recap from this whole episode, your aim is to always keep front and center in your mind these questions, which are, does what I'm posting obviously align with my mission statement? What's in it for them? Is this post helping me build trust? And finally, how does what I'm posting fit into the bigger picture of what I'm trying to achieve with my business and the whole flow of getting them ready to buy from you? 
like I was saying, that last question is really important. So you're not just kind of spinning your wheels, giving, giving, and giving, but you're also giving people the opportunity to give back to you in return by helping them move through your sales flow. And ultimately, them moving through your flow from social media to newsletter to sale is going to benefit them just as much as you. You're not tricking anyone here. That's the energetic exchange. That's the mutual benefit. That's what a soulful connection is all about. There's so much more I have to share about this topic for real. I could talk about it for days, but I'm going to leave you with all of this for now. But if you're ready to go even further with this conversation and to connect more soulfully with your ideal audience and grow your business to new heights, then I am so excited to be welcoming a round of rising entrepreneurs and light workers like you into my 2019 Cosmic Boss Business Mastermind, where we'll be combining cosmic alignment practices to take what is written on your astrology chart and turn it into your business plan, as well as mindset work and down-to-earth proven business and marketing strategies to help your business grow and flourish right now this year in 2019. We're going to be meeting on every new moon and full moon for six months, so it's kind of like a virtual moon circle meets business coaching. I will be providing lessons and exercises, as well as opportunities to connect with other inspiring entrepreneurs so you don't feel so alone. We can all help support each other and create the sacred space for soulful growth. Also that you can create a business that actually fills you up and allows you to make a bigger, more meaningful impact and bring in a more fulfilling income through your work. We're officially starting up the mastermind on March 21st, along with the astrological new year and the equinox, which is also the start of Aries season, the first sign of the zodiac. But our first call won't be until the new moon in Aries on April 5th, which is going to be the final, final deadline to join unless we fill up sooner. So be sure to get on in if you want in. Everything in the mastermind is aligned with the astrological seasons. And you'll even be learning how to use basic astrology to help you plan out your promotions and create a schedule that allows you to flow in alignment with the natural movement of the cosmos. And there's so much more too. To find out more and see the full mastermind syllabus to read through everything we'll be covering in this program, visit soulshineastrology.com mastermind. Feel free to reach out if you have any questions. We have so many amazing people signed up with such inspiring business ideas already, and I cannot wait to get started. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode has been helpful for you to keep in your heart as you continue working to make your social media marketing strategy amazing and of course soulful. For complete episode show notes and all of the links mentioned throughout this episode, visit soulshineastrology.com slash episode 40. For more information on astrology readings, reports, and classes to help you unlock your cosmic calling and to sign up to receive my weekly and monthly forecasts, check out soulshineastrology.com. You can also follow along elsewhere by searching for Soulshine Astrology on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review for The Cosmic Calling wherever you love to listen. And if you screenshot your review and email it to info at soulshineastrology.com, you'll receive a code to get 10% off an astrology reading or report. In our next episode, I'll be going over the monthly astrological themes for April and talking about how you can use them to your advantage for more ease and flow in your life and career. 